Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Nuchin Baca Show. Dave Finucci here with Mike Baca, the program director of KPAY Radio and Sports in Chico, California. This is our show and podcast for the day. We've got a couple special guests here with us. Danny Dan, the director of marketing for the San Francisco Giants at his, from his home in San Francisco, and Super Giants fan Christy Goldby, who is a great friend of mine as well. She's a big-time Giants fan in the Bay Area, a couple guests that we've known for a long time, or I have, to join us here on the show today. Mike Baca with us as well. So, Mike, how's everything up in Chico? Good? Good. Uh, I feel way out of place and outnumbered uh, bleeding Dodger blue uh, here. So uh, <laughs> yeah, this is by the be... way, uh, Chris, yeah. Mike is a, and Danny is a Dodger fan. So me and him as hosts, we, we do this show because we, we butt heads and, and we're, we're not the same. We're not fans of the same team. And it is sort of surrounding that Giants Dodger rivalry that we talk about a lot on our show, but we've known each other for, for 30 years now. We went to college at Chico state. So, uh, well, we just started up this show to talk about that. But Danny, I'd like to start with you uh, as the Director of Marketing for the San Francisco Giants. Really appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about in this in unique season in Major League Baseball that everybody, uh, staff and, and office people are working from home, like yourself. Uh, but what is some things that the Giants are doing uh, to market the team? And in particular, one of the popular ones around Major League Baseball right now is the Cardboard Cutout Fan Program. Tell us about it, what the Giants are doing. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. And before I jump into the, the cutouts, I want to say, Mike, you know, we, we love Dodger fans that live in Northern California <laughs> because they have to buy tickets at Oracle Park. Yeah, that's true. You know, you, may, you may be wearing that, that Dodger blue, but your money is is still green for us. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> very true. Very true. So get your butt down to the ballpark when we get the fans back in. I will. Uh, I absolutely will. But right now, yeah, the, the Fanuch, the, you know, the fan cutout program, we were, we were debating on if we were going to do it. We saw the success that the German soccer team had. I think it was the first one that we saw. And they, they had packed their stadium with these cutouts. And, you know, we, we, we debated hemmed and hawed and we said, okay, the, I think there's really four reasons why we should do these fan cutouts. One is really to, to give the fans, the avid fans, the opportunity to feel like they're in Oracle Park. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a place that, that they absolutely love. However, they can't be there due to the pandemic and, and, you know, show off their Giants fandom like, like Christy did with her shot. Um, yeah. Second reason really is to, was to create a tapestry of fans. You know, we don't want the players to look into the, to the stands and see empty seats. We've got crowd noise pumped in. How weird is it with crowd noise with empty seats? So, yeah, you've been hearing that in most games. It's, it's, it's a unique environment they're playing in, but uh, absolutely. Yeah, so that tapestry or wallpaper of fans. Um, another big reason is, We've, we've got season ticket holders that uh, we're trying to roll over their credits, you know, the, and when the season was canceled for fans, we decided to come up with the program of, hey, if you roll over your credit into 2021 and stick with us, we're going to buy, we're going to, we're going to give you a free fan cutout per seat. So we use that as an incentive to our season ticket holders to commit to stay with us. And, you know, and it was a huge success for us. So that was number three. And number four really is a keepsake to what is a crazy 
historic six, hopefully a 60 game season in 2020. Um, and, and I think that's, that's a real, the, 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 why we did the program and boy, I'll tell you, it's been a bigger program than we ever thought it would be. Well, awesome. Christy, I know you, uh, you're one of the fans that you're a super fan that, that went ahead and, and got your mug on a cardboard. Where are you sitting at Oracle Park this season? Uh, well, I think I'm in 115 row RC8 is what I was, what I signed up for, which was <laughs> kind of cool because when you go online to, to register and buy, you actually get to pick your seat. So it's, uh, I haven't seen myself yet, but I, I keep looking, keep looking every night. Yeah. What do you I think, think the, uh, the big thing, Fanuch and, and Mike, was I think a big difference between the Giants program and some of the other MLB teams is we actually wanted our season ticket holders to sit in their own seat. So we put the fan cutouts on our tickets.com system. So you go on our website just like you're buying a ticket to the game. And it gives fans like Christy the opportunity then to sit where she wants to sit or a season ticket holder sits in their seat. The other, and the other key thing is we, we have about 70 uh, former Giants players and about 25 current ce or celebrities in, from the Bay Area that we sprinkled throughout the ballpark. So this gave the fans the, the ability to see where those guys are sitting and go in and buy a, a ticket or a ticket, I say, or a fan cutout uh, close to their favorite player or celebrity. That is really, it's really smart, Danny, because um, I bought two at Dodger Stadium for my son and I. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and I, we did not get to pick our seat. Uh, it was an assigned seat. So basically, if you did it, uh, you could, they could give you the section, but it wasn't the specific seat. Um, and um, I'm, I'm wondering if there was the same parameters in the Giants program that I experienced in buying the Dodger one where uh, the picture was pretty important because you can't, you've got to have a contrast between the body of the, the person that is going to be in the seat and the background has to be different. Uh, are the, the picture parameters pretty much uniform for all the major league teams? Is it basically the same in that respect or is it, is it different? Oh, I think it's different from team to team. We actually created a one pager, a photo submission tips form of how to take the best photo. Because uh, a lot of people want to put their arms up like this or, you know, it, your arms are going to get cut off. So yeah. we had all right. sorts of tips. Uh, if you're going to do anything, keep it from between shoulder and shoulder. Like if you want to put your child, put your child right in front of your uh, your chest or your dog or your cat, whatever. So we had a whole photo sub, uh, submission tips form. I think other teams did. I saw the Minnesota Twins are doing fat heads. So all it is is like a fan's head. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Which, is, which to me is, is very different because I, I like to, I've been out to the ballpark to help with the install. And uh, we installed about 4,700 for opening day. We've got our second install while the team goes on the road this week, mm -hmm. and we're up to eleven thousand eight hundred fan cutouts. So wow. we're 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 close to filling the bottom bowl and almost uh, uh, the club level. Hey Goldby, I was uh, tell me tell us about your cutout. I think you you're, you're uh, what is the picture of you're you're holding up a, a hum baby 
uh, license plate, your, your favorite license plate, is that right? Well, you know I don't go very often to a game without my license plate, but yeah, yeah. it's of my mug holding my license plate with my Humbaby shirt on and now, my Humbaby license plate. Did you request to sit next to Roger Craig? Well, I didn't, but I was hoping that I had a, a little in with my good buddy Danny, but I think there's more than one Roger Craig because he's also sitting right behind home plate, and I paused and paused and paused because I said, there's Roger, I'm sitting next to him, and I'm nowhere to be found, so he, he might be in, in multiple seats in the building. Hey, so, I saw, I saw, Danny, I saw the guy, I was watching the game the other night against, uh, when we played uh, Texas, and... I saw a guy that had a picture of himself just kind of like pointing to his right and smiling and he's pointing next to him and sitting next to him is Joe Montana. So I had to figure he, he had to have set that up. Yeah. That, the, well, he bought that seat right next to Joe, the same thing with the Will yeah. Clark, the guy's doing the same, <laughs> you know, when Christy, when Christy bought hers, she brought it, bought it early. And she told me, I said, what's your seat location? Um, she gave it to me and I said, I will try to put Roger Craig as close to you as possible. She, uh, Roger's probably about a row and maybe 10 seats away from Christy, but Christy, you're right. That's good. You saw that what we do is we have four seats in the front row of 115 and we change those seats out, uh, those fan cutouts out with different celebrities, each series. So the first series we had rice, uh, Steve Young and Barry Bonds all sitting there. This yeah. last series versus Texas, we had the managers. We had uh, Felipe, Boach, uh, Roger Craig, and uh, hum, um, was uh, Frank Robinson. So we had those four sitting together, and we changed those seats out uh, each series. Okay, so I am by him then. That's good to know. Yeah, Rod Roger will get moved back up, up by your area. Christy, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I kind of feel the same way when I purchased it. Um, uh, I am like so excited for it to be there and then the authentication that it was there. And then maybe looking at it like 15, 20 years down the road when my son, my son's six now, but when he's like in his 20s or 30s and he loves baseball, yeah. he says, yeah, that boy, during that pandemic, I was at Dodger Stadium. I, I think most fans who are buying these are, are, are seeing it as something like they're going to really appreciate and really like and love 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Yeah. And you know what? It's actually now that they're, they're start, the ballpark's starting to fill up and you can actually see people in the outfield. If you didn't really know that that's what was going on at first glance, it does look like the stadium's full. And I'll tell you those first couple of games when they had exhibition games, on the weekend were awful to listen to. We couldn't listen to Kruk and Kipe on the radio, which all of us, you know, that on the on the West Coast that get are fortunate enough to listen to them all the time know how entertaining they are and how they bring you into the game with them. And then there was no crowd noise and then there was nobody in the stands and it was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can watch all this. And now it, it sounds so realistic and then watching it, it's you know, it, it it does have a more legitimate feel of you're actually watching a, a, a real baseball game. And of course, I, you know, I texted Danny as soon as I heard they were doing it and he's like, wait, it's, I think it's only for season ticket holders now, but yeah, I'm like, of course I'm going to be there. As soon as I can buy a ticket, I'm there. You know, my right. husband and my kids just laugh at me and think I'm crazy, but you know, they you know, know me. I'll say, I'll say, Mike, you know, we, we still have room for Dodger fans too. <laughs> um, Dodger fans can buy cutouts sfgiants.com slash fan cutouts get your cutout 
I they, come to, they come to play at, 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 at Oracle like several times this year, Buck. I mean. I, I know, but I saw uh, on the field box seats, and uh, we were watching the Giants game the other night, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is that a, is that a woman right about three rows from the visitor's dugout in a Dodger uniform? It looked like it was a, you had someone in a Dodger uniform there. That's fine. That's fine. That's the way, that's the way a game usually is, right? Why, why are we taking the authentic – uh, fan out of out of the equation. We we need to have all fans right. there. So that being said, Danny, I, I texted you before my idea was, and I don't know where it stands. Maybe you can update me. As it said, I will buy you a I will buy a cardboard to cut it of myself if you can put me in the seat where the ball dude normally sits on the field down the left field line. Now, where does that stand? Because I want to be a ball dude, not just sitting in the stands. So I got, I got your text. I brought it up, and I and I and I said it wasn't my idea. I said it was a buddy of mine from the Phoenix Firebirds days, um, bleeds orange and black. And uh, we, you know, we because it's on the field. We had a call yesterday, uh, another Zoom call yesterday uh, with MLB. They uh, have to approve anything that goes on the field. Make sure that sign does doesn't allow a ball to get lodged behind it. They're thinking about things that we're not thinking about. So right. we're in the process of working with our vendor to come up with uh, the best application to put the ball dudes on the field. Uh, you know, the, the other thing is a, a ball, do, a normal ball dude sitting on his stool or her stool, the ball pop fly comes into that area. They got to pick up that stool and run away. So right. we, we're, we can't have a ball dude sticking out looking towards home plate. They're probably going to have to be flat on a wall, more looking towards center field. Um, but we're working on it. We hope to have it, and we hope it's going to be a nice fundraiser for the Giants community fund. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. And I, I love We want to see a flat finooch. A flat finooch. Yeah. I got to be a ball dude. I know the waiting list to do that in real life, Danny, is like six years long. So I, I don't think I'd ever be able to do that in real life. So I figured maybe I could do it as a cardboard cutout. We'll, we'll, we'll email it to you as soon as it comes, the program comes out. All right, guys. Well, hey, Danny, we, we really appreciate your time, respect your time. And Christy, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be looking for you in the stands uh, as soon as, a, uh, you know, make sure you get your hands on a foul ball, too, if one comes near your way. Yeah, I'm hoping that I get, off. like, a little, my head cut off or something. I think that would be great. Yeah. Take like, one to the chin or something. That happened to Will Smith. He had a home run, and he took someone's head off. And the guy I goes, I, I wouldn't want to have anyone else take my head off. And Will Smith sent him a bat, signed and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah he, he DM'd him on Twitter yeah. or something. And, yeah. and uh, that was really cool. Well, uh, Danny, it's a, it's a great program. And again, uh, one last time, how can fans get, uh, get on board with the program and pick up there? And how much is it, by the way? Is it a, is it a, what's the cost? It's ninety nine dollars, yeah. and it's sfgiants.com slash fan cutouts. It's cheaper than the Dodger one, isn't it, Mike? It, it certainly <laughs> is. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking. I'll put my on my Tommy Lasorda jersey. It'd be perfect. Go for it. You and Fanuch need, you and Fanuch need to get seats next to each other. Yeah, I'll, we should both be like this. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. All right, sure. guys. Hey.
That was awesome, Christy. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season, Danny, to the Giants. I know we're, uh, it was a tough loss last night, but we're going to bounce back in Colorado tonight. And uh, we're going to be hanging with the Dodgers all, all year. We're in this pennant race. Yeah, we are. A five and six record right now gets us in the playoffs. Let's just try, you know, 500 <laughs> ball gets you in the playoffs this That's right. year. So my, my nightmare is the Dodgers are the one seed, the Giants are the eight seed, and we have to play them in a best of three. It's my nightmare. <laughs> That's what I'm keeping my fingers crossed for. I'm hoping for Hey, we just got to be there at the end. And yeah, we'll, go, we'll go into Dodger Stadium and take the first two and knock them out. Well, Fanuch, the tough thing this year, you said the Dodgers do come to Oracle Park. We play them 10 times. We play them three times at home. The other seven are in L.A. The schedule's uh, really messed up in that sense. Yeah. Um, so. We get them next week. I mean, we're, we're there in, in the rest of this week, this weekend in L.A. We've already been there once. So yeah, it's a little, yep. it's seven, a little seven times bizarre. there, three times in Oracle. Wow. Okay. Great. Well, we'll, we'll manage it, Danny. Don't worry. We're going to hang in there all year and uh, we're going we're gonna to end up knocking them out in the end. So, hey, guys, thanks again for your time. We really appreciate it. Danny, Christy, be careful and have a great afternoon. Good to see you. Best to your son. Your best to your son. Thank you guys. Yep. Thank you guys. All right, guys. Thanks, Danny. Have a great one. Bye. 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 Mike, what a uh, what a uh, opportunity for fans in this bizarre kind of unique season. Just one aspect that uh, of of the game that Major League Baseball is trying to uh, make normal. Yeah, and it's it's such a great idea, and it was. You know, I got to be honest about the whole thing. When I first heard that the Oakland A's were doing cutouts, I did a sports cast and I made fun of it. I basically came on and I said, you've got to be kidding me. Cardboard cutouts at the game. This is ridiculous. So I'm watching my first game, the uh, the opener, Dodgers-Giants. And the first inning I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Eh, it's not that bad. By the fourth inning, I was on the Dodger website. Yeah. Trying to. How do I get one? How much is it? How can I get one? Uh, it would be great for Alex to have have a cutout. And then my mom was like, "Well, if he's getting one, you better get one." So I was like, "Okay." And now, now I'm all in. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it is. And I think the thing that puts it over the top for people is that you get to have it, right? Like, I mean, if, you, if yes. it was just thrown in the trash afterwards and they collect them all and put them in a dumpster that's one thing but they're going to send it to you and you get to keep it in your house or as something that you get to have i think that's what kind of has a little icing on the cake that puts it over the top for fans and they get they know that they get to keep that as a souvenir i would think i yeah i gotta ask you if let's say you don't get the ball dude request yeah are you still gonna are you still gonna do it I might, you know, I still haven't thought, I, it, well, there's still enough time. I'm waiting to hear from what Danny says about whether I can be a ball dude. Uh, if that gets denied by Major League Baseball, because, you know, right now, um, like he, Danny said, they may not allow anything on the field. So that's kind of, but I was just thinking, you know, maybe I don't even care. Maybe just put my cardboard cutout just beyond the little, the little wall there where the ball dude sat normally, right? and face me towards the field, I wouldn't yeah. mind that. If, even if I'm just sitting right behind the wall, I don't even need it in the, on the field in a little chair. I'm just saying, put it right there in that area where, yeah. you know, 
And to me, I said to Danny, hey, have Kruk and Kite point the camera down there and say, tonight's ball dude is Dave Benucci. And, and then yeah. I get a little camera time, you know, like I want to be like they do that for every regular game. Right. They say, hey, yeah. tonight's ball dudes or Joe Jones down the left field line and Michelle Smith on, in right field. So do the same thing with your announcers. And uh, that would make it, you know, awesome for for fans to, to experience that, that make that donation. But moving on. Um, so we'll see if I do the cardboard cutout or not. But uh, getting back to uh, we got a few more minutes here to wrap up the show for today's show, Mike. Let's talk about uh, our teams real quickly. Uh, Dodgers come into play tonight at seven and four, a game back of Colorado. The Giants, five and six, have lost two in a row, took two out of three from Texas, and then lost that last game, then lost a, a tough one last night in Colorado, seven to six. Where are you at with the Dodgers right now at seven and four, a game back of the Rockies? Uh, feeling pretty good. Good, uh, considering, you know, Kershaw's only had one start. It was yeah. really the best he's looked in a couple of years. I mean, his velocity was – I mean, he was at 93. Um, he hasn't been in 93 since 2017. I mean, so he looked great, and that was encouraging. Bueller's off to a, a slow start. His location's not where it needs to be. I'm not really that concerned about that uh, yeah. at all. I am a little concerned about Mookie Betts' hand. I mean, he was swinging the bat really well, but he's got something wrong. It's not broken, but it's kind of a nagging injury. Um, Bellinger slumping. I mean, you look at all this, there's a kind of a not, not a lot going right. There's a lot of stuff that's not Stuff's like Betts on. is banged up. Bellinger slumping. Um, Eager you know, is but, not slumping, though. So he, means he is wow. freaking tearing the cover off the ball. And, and, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, that kind of counterbalances Bellinger. I mean, Seager's doing everything, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to be, to, to sum it up, I'm happy where they are. Um, the bullpen, when, we, when they've lost games, it's been the bullpen has just kind of, you know, had a, a rough patch, and that's to be expected. It's, you know, everything's magnified because it's a 60-game schedule. If this was 162 games, we'd say, uh, all right, bullpen stunk tonight. They'll be better tomorrow. But every game kind of matters, so. You kind of magnify it, and we really shouldn't do that, but it's the it's what yeah. we are. It's what we have right now. Yeah, and, and for the Giants, Baca, I'm sort of uh, – I mean, I'm okay with five and six. In actuality, we could be six and five or seven and four. I mean, we almost should have won that last game against Texas. It, we came back to tie it up, and in the next inning, uh, two days ago, uh, Triggs, a, a reliever, comes in for us who I've never – heard of or even knew was on the team and put him in for his first game and he walked three guys in a row to start off the seven top of the seventh inning and the Texas rallied to win that game with those three gifts um last night the Giants were up four to one on Colorado Cueto's still on the mound and Arenado took him deep to make it four or three and then things kind of got out of hand from there when Dickerson dropped a fly ball uh, and and we rallied late in the ninth but couldn't couldn't quite get over the top Five and six, I mean, that's where the Giants are going to be, a game, a game under 500. And, and, uh, but this week and, and the next six or seven days are going to be really telling for the Giants. I mean, Colorado is never an easy place to go play. We've got three more there. Uh, maybe if we can win one or two of those games, it'd be great. Then we got to go back down to your place. Then we got to go to Houston, Baca, for three games. So this next nine games is really going to, really going to see what the Giants are going to be able to do. I'm but telling I will you, say, that, I love that, Yastrzemski the way he's gotten off to hit the ball, and Donovan Solano has been unbelievable. 
I, I was just about to bring that up. Uh, Yastrzemski looks like the real deal. I mean, he is, he is just performing at such a high level. He's kind of picked up. He's even better than he was last year. And Solano is kind of this journeyman that everyone's right. kind of, hey, Donovan Solano. I mean, he has been one of the most productive hitters in baseball. So um, if you're a Giants fan right now, I think you have to be kind of ecstatic. I mean, I thought yeah. they're going to go 22 and 38. They're not going to go 22 and 38. This team's going to win. I, I mean, that was my prediction last week. The more I watch them, uh, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of their bullpen, but that's probably the last thing that Zaidi wants yeah. to build. But I, I, I kind of like some of the young guys they have and some of the pieces position-wise. And, yep. I mean, I, I think they're going to be in the mix for one of those eight spots. I mean, I, I really do. I, I, I wasn't expecting much from them this year. I thought they'd be god-awful, and they're yeah, not. And they're what not, I like most is what you said is they, they seem to be pretty scrappy. Like, they're, they're not yeah. out of games. They've come back three or four times to tie games, and even if they yeah. lost, they'll, they'll, they, they were right there to come back and tie. They've won a couple games. They were down three or four runs. Um, they came back again with two outs, down three runs in the ninth last night and got two and had the tying run at third and just couldn't push them across. I mean, this team is battling. So yeah. that's what I love most about it is that they're not out of games and they're not, they don't feel like they're out of games. And guys are just going up there with, with tough at bats and, and, and trying to get things done. And um, that's what I like most about it so far. Like I said, the, like you said, the bullpen does leave a lot to be desired. The question marks are there on what, what, after our starting pitching comes out of the game. So I, th I think a couple of things, when you look at uh, the giants through the first 11, there's two things that I, I kind of look at. They lose the first two games against the Dodgers, 17 to two. And we're all going, Oh my gosh, these guys are going to lose like 45 games. And they played in that second game against the Dodgers was just horrific. I mean, they four errors, base running mistakes. I mean, every kind of mistake yet they had the mental wherewithal to bounce back and win the final two and split the series and play the game better than the Dodgers. Then they're at home against Texas. They're down six to one. They rally, get the Yastrzemski walk off. Then yep. they're down six to two the next night, rally, end up losing in extras. But they've kind of shown this, that the grittiness, hard nose, yep. like, hey, no one's going to give us anything. It's the kind of MO that the Giants had when they were, when they had really, when they had a ton of talent and they were winning games and winning championships. They had that thing where, like, eh, they're never out of a game because they're going to get a bleeder, a bunt, a Texas leaguer, a ground ball with eyes, a hit and run. All of a sudden, they put a five spot on the board. So, I mean, that, the Giants, to me, I'm not, they don't strike fear into my heart, but they're kind of that annoying get off me, yeah, man. So, right. I mean, that's a good thing because the last couple of years, they've been, you know, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not, not much. I mean, and that's so in that respect in this 60 game season, I think it gives Giants fan a little bit of something to when they tune in every night where we know, Hey, you know, this isn't going to be a total disaster year. It is a rebuilding situation. Still it's Kapler's first year. He's got a brand new coaching staff, but at least we've seen so far through 10 games that we're going to be in the ball game and be, be able to compete. So, Hey, that's a win for us this year. And anything else beyond that is, uh, you know, a total uh, icing on the cake. So uh, we'll see what happens this week um, and continue with the uh, with hopefully with the games being played, because there's a lot of teams that are there's several teams that are getting postponements with the Cardinals and Marlins and, and the coronavirus outbreak shutting down some squads. So 
Luckily, it hasn't hit either one of our squads yet, and they're playing their games every night. But um, as we wrap up this show, Baca, uh, real quick, I know the, uh, the PGA Championship is in San Francisco this week. Unfortunately, the Bay Area fans aren't going to be able to attend like they normally would at a, at a venerable public course at Harding Park in the San Francisco Bay Area, one of the, uh, the classics. Um, no fans allowed, but real quick, as we wrap things up, Give me a couple of names. I'll give you a couple of my picks. Uh, who you think you might see holding the trophy on Sunday in, at Harding Park? Ricky Fowler. Wow. Baca going for Ricky Fowler's first major championship. Still, the kid is looking for his first major. You like Fowler this week. All he does, he for the last like three or four years, Fanuch, how many times have we watched Ricky Fowler on the 18th green doing this. Yep. Clear chat clapping for his buddies winning trophies. Yeah. yeah. They, all he does is watch his best buddies win trophies. It's time, <laughs> Ricky Fowler. It's, it's, it's time. his time, huh? It's time to win one. And if it's not Ricky, even though he's a little banged up, uh, I'm going with uh, the guy that everybody loves to hate, Brooks Kepka. Okay. Well, Kepka would be winning his third straight PGA championship, which is a bold prediction. He's coming off a little it's bit of a banged bold. up knee. Uh, he's had a little up yeah. and down year, but he played well last week at the, at the yeah. World Golf Championship. I will give you three names to watch in my view right now, Baca, where I see things. Um, I'm going to say that, you know, this, this golf course, and I've played it. I used to play junior college, junior college golf in the, in the Bay Area, and I played Harding Park. It is a ball strikers course that you it, that rough will eat you alive. It is up this week. I've seen a preview of the course. You will not want to be in that rough. So whoever hits the fairway this week the most is going to be uh, right near the lead. So that's a ball strikers paradise that is going to need to be straight off the tee. So these guys that hit it all over the place, like DeChambeau, Mickelson, everybody else, I'm not feeling it for them this week. You're going to need to hit it straight down the middle and then straight into the middle of the green and make some putts. So that being said, I'm going to give you three guys I think that could, could pull it off. And Justin Thomas, I love the, the way the kid is playing golf right now. He's the number one ranked player in the world. There's no reason to think coming off the WBGC championship that he can't again contend. He lost in a playoff three weeks ago at the Memorial. I think Justin will be right there at the end of the day on Sunday. His name will be on the leaderboard. Two other guys. First, Webb Simpson has had a great season, uh, has played the, the golf very well all year long, is a consistent hitter down the middle. And on top of that, Webb uh, is, I believe, in the top 10 in the world right now. But he is the he won at the Olympic Club, if you remember, the, the U.S. Open right across the bay, right across the lake from Harding Park, the last time the Olympic the Olympic club held the U S open Webb Simpson held up the trophy. He's playing great right now. So watch out for Webb Simpson. And the last kid I'll mention is Colin Morikawa. Watch out for this kid. This kid at a Cal, a Cal grad, a Cal golfer has won twice this year on the PGA tour, beat Thomas in a playoff at the Memorial and has to know Harding Park. He played college golf at Cal, so he knows the, go the course. He's been over there numerous times. So uh, three guys that to, to keep an eye on for me. So uh, that's hey, kind hey, of our... Listen, 
you are not going to get better analysis, folks, on the Nugent Baca show of golf than our resident scratch golfer here, Dave Finucci. Well, nice it's, work, a, yeah. it's a little piece of uh, what I love to, to watch. Um, you know, I'm a huge golf fan, huge golf guy, and uh, we like to throw that in at the end here on our show, Baca. Another great show today, buddy. Loved having yep. Danny and Christy on. Uh, have yep. a great week out there in Chico. Enjoy watching the games. And um, look, we'll be looking for yourself uh, uh, sitting in the stands at Dodger Stadium, you and, you and Alex. Yeah, I'm not sure when they're going to get those pictures up, but I'm, I'm kind of fired up to see where we are. The problem is we're not sitting next to each other because I bought his, and then I was like, you know, I think I should buy one. And yeah. now I have them in a se- – they're in a separate section, but at least we'll both, uh, we'll both, be, both be there. Well, you guys will always have those cardboard sent back to your house. You can, uh, you'll always be sitting next to one another when you, when you get them home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do some damage at Dodger Stadium this year. We'll see. All right, fans. Well, you can catch the Nooch and Baca show on YouTube. The video will be up on YouTube here shortly, and we'll also have it. Uh, you can catch us now on Spotify and Apple iTunes as a podcast searchable, the Nooch and Baca show, anywhere you find your podcasts on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks again, Mike, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, Fanooch. See you later, everybody.